0: Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Tripkeeper, and on today's video, we're going to be reading anesthesia horror stories from our good friend, Reddit. Yes, Reddit. People might have problems with Reddit. You know, there's some neckbeards on there that uh, like to be moderators, Discord mods. You know, they don't shower. But... Overall, it's a great place to see if you could find out if you're healthy or not. You can look up symptoms, be like, I'm pooping out of my mouth, and then you write, write it after that. You'll find out, hey, maybe you're just being possessed by a duck in your pond. That's all, you know, <laughs> there's no medical problem. It's just a duck possessing you. You know, ducks are demonic. Did you guys know that? Uh, no. No. Um, but we we find some good ass stories on Reddit. There there's some great threads that have been happening, and it's fun when you find a long story that's really good on here, especially with my Reddit community. Um, for the people that don't know, you can submit a story there. Um, and uh, I just want to say to people who upload like a story that's one paragraph long, and it's like a an acid trip or something. It's like I I'm never gonna read that. It's just it's just not happening. But thank you for. Uh, uploading it though because you know it, do, it is cool to have all those trips stored on there but when you have a short a short trip for anything but especially a popular drug that i really don't like reading stories for uh, because it's just so overused like lsd i try to do that once like every six months now it's just i don't there's no use in reading an lsd story when there's so many on the internet and just everyone has one they want to hear the better stories that deter uh um, even though dph is popular that's a really uh and overused that one's a fun one because there's some different shit that happens on that lsd is like dude i saw a tree and it was fucking spinning like you know that's it's just overused you know and uh, you could just skip to when i do the anesthesia horror stories i don't know when that's gonna be but i'm gonna be rambling on a little bit here so uh get prepared for that um But yeah, just if you have a really interesting experience with like a different type of drug, you know, I told this one guy to upload his Kava story and he did like I'm going to be doing a Kava video pretty soon. That's what I like to see any inhalant stories. I can always look for those because Arrowhead, as much as I love it, I'm going to be running out of inhalant stories pretty soon here Um, and they're all very short. Mostly. I think I've read most of the long ones on there because, you know, I don't expect them to be long because uh, it's an inhalant story. But the ones that are, I got to save them up, you know, because I can't just keep doing them. I know everyone wants me to do inhalant stories now ever since the fucking huffing Gasoline video got really, really popular. Almost a million views. is crazy. I can't wait for it to reach it. I hope it does. Um, but it usually gets a lot of views each day. And uh, that's, the, that's the video that got my channel really popular so I'm thankful for that so I will be doing gasoline videos all the time and other inhalant that those get the most views it seems like even more than detera and benadryl um and they're my favorite too because it's so fucked up like just to do inhalants any kind even you know nitrous oxide you know I'll still do that I got to do that pretty soon but um yeah um I like listen to butane stories um ether I got to do more ether stories uh, fucking air duster, like, you could do all that shit, like, shit, I'll start huffing this shit to make it a story on uh, my Reddit community, too, no, I'm not going to, um, I'm too busy huffing oxygen, um, but, yeah, uh, I, I appreciate everyone's support on there, um, you know, just uploading stories, even though, you know, it's overused, you know, shrooms, a little overused, too, like, my last shroom video, uh, that I just uploaded, on wednesday that was yesterday um it's not doing so hot it's it's a six out of ten it says um if you guys don't know what that means like when you upload videos it shows you your last 10 that you've uploaded including that one and it shows you how well it's performing against all the other ones and it's sixth uh but the top two are pretty high Um uh, the number one is the meth psychosis video, which is doing really well. Psychosis videos do amazing, especially meth psychosis. Like, ooh, I I love to I a really good psychosis story will get you a lot of views. Like it's I'm not I'm not playing around with that shit. That is just fucking I, I love seeing them and I appreciate people suffering for entertainment <laughs> for the entertainment of the people. Uh, but I just you know want everybody to be okay, of course. If you do suffer through that, you know, you can at least make it better by hearing your story on my channel. So if you have a psychosis story and it's long and detailed, type it out. you know, it's gonna be featured on my channel. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, it may not be featured right away, but if I see it and I'm trying to find a, vid- a story to read and I see that you uploaded fucking gasoline psychosis dude. I'm going to stop everything. I'm going to read that shit, especially if it's long. Like, I'm not going to – if it's a short story, it just really aggravates me because, like, now I got to find other stories to add on to it because I think just – a you know, I do a lot better with one longer story than I do with multiple shorter stories. Um, it used to be the other way around where I would do better with the shorter stories that uh, I would put in a compilation Um But yeah, now, now it's like, if more people watch it, when I do one story, I'm going to keep on doing that more, even though, you know, if, um, if the, you know, the shorter, longer videos do better. Um, but you know, that's why, that's why I like having longer stories because if you just follow one and it could be done, you'll be, you know, you'll be asleep by then. Um, but yeah, I, I like to have a long psychosis story that's over 17 minutes long, at least, um. You know, the the reason the meth psychosis video did so well because it's over 20 minutes, you know, and it's a very, it's a very interesting story. Um, but yeah, I also want to talk about, you know, my mental health right now. I've been doing a lot of running. Uh, trying to clear my head with that. I know I was saying that before, that everything is just stressing me out. It's just, you know, on my Instagram, I get a lot of messages every day, um, and it's just... You know, I can't keep up with that, you know, with my job and doing this and trying to make people happy by responding to a lot of them. That's why I don't, you know, I can't take the time to do it as much as I used to. Like there was never this much, but now it's just like, you know, if you, you know, I love it when people say, I love your videos, you know, you're doing great. I love those, uh, I love getting those messages. Um, but to hold the conversation, it's really hard to do nowadays. Um, because I just got so much on my fucking plate and I can't really remember to respond because there's just more and more just keep coming in. And it's just, yeah, but I'm glad you guys really respected what I put on my Instagram about saying that I need some time. You know, I really appreciate it. The only messages I've gotten were people showing support. So I really, I really appreciate that. Um, I thank you for understanding. I mean, that, that means a lot to me. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I just got to do this until I feel better, you know, I do feel, I do feel less stressed out, I was, I'm, I'm not really as stressed out right now at all, like, I feel more calm, and um, I'm ready to go back, but I want to be for sure before I start doing that, uh, because I'm still, you know, anxious and depressed, and that, that'll never go away, but, um, you know, I can at least manage it a little bit better, and it has been better ever since I put that on my story, so, Um, I really appreciate you guys, uh, understanding for that. It just, it means a lot that you guys, you guys care enough that you would actually listen to me. (laughs) Not a lot of people have that, uh, that, uh, what's the word? Not a lot of people have that opportunity or not opportunity, you know, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, so now that I got that out of the way, eight minutes in, eight and a half minutes in, let's read these anesthesia horror stories. Um, all right, this is this is on Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit is fun. I do you guys listen to the Ask Reddit videos? I like to listen to that, even though are TTS voices. Uh, I can listen to it. I don't. I think people using TTS voices are really like lazy. Um. Cause they don't bother to check, like you know, if there's a grammatical error in it, or uh, you know, they someone who wrote a word and there's like multiple letters at the end of it. Like if you were saying "what" and it was just "what" with like eighty Ts, and then they the tts voice would say that the it would just go "what" and it just would keep going. You know, I they gotta you gotta fix that. People who do that shit, like you can. It's annoying it really is Um, and they just gotta they just gotta know when their computer is malfunctioning their computer voice malfunctioning like you got the easiest fucking thing you could do like i actually gotta read and edit this shit and all you gotta do is enter the text into the voice and it'll say it you know um so the least you could do is try to fix that. that that's the only part that annoys me about it but other than that i like listening to them but this is gonna be real uh, real askrat, you know me, I'm the Trip Keeper AI. Alright, let's read this. The first one we got on here. Had major abdominal surgery and woke up on the table during. I couldn't breathe and was freaking out. I fell back to sleep. Woke up in, in, intubated in the ICU. Um, I was really freaked out. They took the tube out and I was fine. Eventually the anesthesiologist came in to talk to me. I asked her what happened that I woke up on the table. She assured me most strenuously that that hadn't happened. I must have dreamed it. I didn't exactly believe her but I guessed it was possible. Recovered from surgery and went on with my life. Several years later I needed a much more minor surgery that still required general anesthesia. Same hospital, different anesthesiologist. He asked me if I ever had trouble with anesthesia. I said no, and he looks at my chart and tells me I'm full of crap because the last time I had it, I woke up on the table during surgery. The first doctor fucking lied to me. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying, actually. That's a good first story. I asked a doctor for flowers after he worked on my colon. Ran around with a boner and called my friend Daddy and asked him to dress me while people could hear because there was just a curtain between all of us. My friend still hates me to this day. Well, that's a funny one. Um, is that a horror story? It's kind of a comedy story if you ask me. Great either way. Alright, let's move on to the next one. This is by dap to danny anesthetist asks me if I do drugs I'm like only weed he he, then you'll get the same as usual gives anesthetics me two minutes later sir this room is cold as fuck him why are you awake you sure you only smoke me horrified thinking I did something wrong or might wake up in, in the middle of surgery him more narcotics me gone excuse me doctor in the waking room Um, tell me, kid, how did you manage to wake up every 30 minutes after being drugged like a heroin addict? Me, obviously confused, I only smoke weed, I don't understand. Doctor, thought you'd greet the team when I was elbow deep in your throat, but we got you knocked out again, every time. Since then, I tell doctors I do a lot of drugs like cocaine and meth whenever I need surgery. Good, that's not often. Can someone explain why narcotics don't affect me like they should? What are possible reasons? Um... Alright. Next one. When I found out the anesthet when I found out the anesthetic the dentist used doesn't work on me during a root canal. Oh, okay. He's saying when I found out the anesthetic the dentist used doesn't work on me during a root canal. Alright. Feeling him cut the nerve was top three most painful moments of my life. Oh my god. That oh jeez. How is that top three? How is that only top three? That would be number one. Oh my god, just think about that. Cut the nerve. Ooh, It still gives me cold sweats. I still get ghost pains in that tooth even though it is dead. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I would. (laughs) No, I can't say that about anybody. Um, But if you did something bad to me that hurt me mentally, then whatever. I wouldn't care, but... That's just horrible. You know, my tooth has been hurting a little bit. It went away today, but it was hurting for like a day. I was like, oh, shit, another problem in my life. Uh, But yeah, it went away. Um, Next one. I was put under, and when I woke up, I didn't have teeth anymore. To be fair, that was the goal, but it was scary to wake up to. I fought the nurses about a wheelchair exit, but gave in because I forgot how to stand. All right. Next one, local anesthesia. I tore a flexor tendon in my finger. They put me they put a tourniquet on my upper arm so the meds wouldn't go through my body. Doc shot something up my IV to numb the arm. Beforehand he said, this will burn a little. Bullshit. The pain seared up my arm and is something I will never forget. Worst pain I've ever felt. I woke up halfway through the procedure, and the tourniquet on my arm was so tight that I was in pain the rest of the surgery. It reminded me of Brian Reagan when he said, If a doctor says you're going to feel a little pressure, buckle up. Alright, let's see. This one's a little long. This is from an anesthesiologist. Alright, let's read it. Anesthesiologist here. Patient in labor, first pregnancy. She's morbidly obese and has preclampsia. Preclampsia? preclampsia. Have you guys ever heard of that? I never heard of that. Or pre preeclampsia. Sorry. I don't I really don't know. I never heard of that before. Uh, let me look it up actually. I wanna know what that means. What that is. Do 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 do. A serious blood pressure condition that develops during pregnancy. Alright. How do you pronounce it? (laughs) That's the next thing I want to know. In case I got other stories that I got to read that have that in it. Preeclampsia. Oh, preeclampsia. Alright. Now we got it. She's morbidly obese and has preeclampsia. My resident places an epidural. Initially, it's working perfect. Several hours later, the patient requires emergency C-section due to fetal distress, D- distress, distress. Go to see the patient, and there's no longer adequate anesthesia on the right. Absolutely nothing. No one called us. Nurses didn't mention it. Resident did evaluate. Resident didn't evaluate because she was just in another C-section. No time for spinal. Uh, no time for spinal no time for revising epidural move her move her onto the or table press the mask down tight on her face to preoxygenate and expeditiously as pos- as expeditiously as possible she's panicking trying to ask us questions but we need to get her topped up on oxygen as fast as possible expecting difficulty because she's super obese and preeclamptic no time for awake intubation Intubation. No time for spinal or epidural. N title expired, ox- expired oxygen is 80%. Alright, this guy has you know how I'm pissed off about long sentences? This guy has really short sentences. Good as we're going to get. So I this is honestly worse for me when I read. Like I I I hate this. Surgeons are pouring eye on our drapes up going up. They're ready to cut. Um, presumably baby is still dying in there. No longer on field monitors, but presumably dying. See, there should be a comma before that but, not a period. That doesn't make sense. We're ready to go, so we push et- etomidate, pro- propofol, and succinylcholine <laughs> su- su- syna- su- syna- is that right? succinylcholine syna- maybe? I'm sorry. I'm not going to look this one up patient stops crying and goes to sleep fast five seconds later fasciculates as the paralytic sets in fasciculations are quieting okay i gotta look up that one uh fasciculations (laughs) i'm terribly at reading the stories this is why my main channel is good for that because i look it up before when i'm struggling with the word fasciculations fasciculations all right fasciculations I apologize for that There's probably a fucking well actually nerd in the comment section right now about to type something like did you really not know how to pronounce that you fucking asshole go go get a dictionary you fucking bitch um I already forgot fasciculations all right Fasciculations are quieting. Resident moves promptly to get video laryngoscope into her mouth. Laryngoscope? Because, yeah, the larynx, I really don't know. Forgive me. But her mouth won't open. So you move on to a new paragraph, and you said, but her mouth won't open. I don't understand. She's had a paradoxical reaction to the paralytic. Of course this is super rare, but of course this patient is the one where it happens. The morbidly obese... Pre-eclamptic emergency emergency C-section. All right, we got the... Okay, I'm going to have to look this word up, the same word from before, because I really, I don't want to... I hate when I mispronounce words. Uh, Succinylcholine. Succinylcholine. All right, like suck a dick. Succinylcholine. Instead of relaxing her, the succinylcholine has made her jaw clamp down tight. No way to open her mouth. I take over from the airway from the resident. Jaws clamp shut tight. Jaws of steel, they call it. Total masseter rigidity. Rigidity, sorry. I try as hard as I can, but we can't get her mouth open. I don't want to ventilate her because she's pregnant and at risk for aspiration. Despite all that pre- Despite all that pre-oxygenation we gave her, oxygen saturation already falling. I thought it said failing. Were they supposed to say failing? I really don't know. Her obesity has given us no margin of safety with regards to that. Patients passively moving around while the OB... The OB is cut down to the uterus as fast as they can. Keep trying and at the tip of the laryngoscope in her mouth. Barely. Progress, but nothing close to adequate to see the cords. Try pushing a tube in blind, but it's clearly esop- esophageal. Esophagus esophageal. Esophageal. Sorry, guys. I really am sorry for this. This is just, I'm not, I'm not a doctor or I'm not an anesthesiologist. Pull the tube right back out. Sats are now down to 42%. The mother is turning gray like she's dead in front of me. We need to ventilate. Holding cricoid pressure, half expecting vomit to start refluxing out of the mouth. Is it cricoid, chrysoid, pressure? Whatever. If you guys are doctors in the comments, just comment how stupid I am. Start ventilation by mask. It's not easy, but it's adequate. This guy likes to use the word adequate a lot. Sat continues to drop 20-15%. to 15%. I see her teeth still clamp shut next to her blue lips. I'm anticipating cardiac arrest when I hear the scream of the baby out safe. That's nice the baby sounds okay, but no time to think about that. Patient is still making carbon dioxide. Still has a pulse. I see a little bit of saliva on the mask, but no emesis. Great. Sat Nadir's... Sat natters nadir's and i start to come back up slowly at first and then back up to the 90s still no vomit this guy's saying a whole lot of stuff but he needs to move on the story already we reiterate to the surgeons that we have an ongoing problem they didn't hear us the first time but we tell them to hurry they understand the urgency and work quickly to close the uterus and abdomen jaws still won't open decision time do we deepen and maintain paralysis or do we wake up With great difficulty, we open her mouth enough to place the intubating LMA. Sits sits easily, still able to ventilate, but we all know this isn't protecting her lungs if she throws up. Call for fiber optic scope. Planning to use that to intubate through the LMA. Sorry, guys. She's already breathing on her own. The paralytic is wearing off. We deepen the volatile anesthesia and keep her breathing. The fiber optic... The fiber optic scope takes some time to arrive, but by the time it does, the surgeons are on skin. Closing incisions. I've never seen them work that fast. We decide to abort intubation. Um, Still hemodynamic. Hemodynamically stable. Still hemodynamically dynamically stable. No vomiting yet. Volatile off. She wakes up relatively quick, breathing nice and quick, LMA out. No coughing, no obvious aspiration. By the time we go to recovery, she's, she's asking, saying thanks, and asking how the baby is. So you're asking, saying thanks? How does that make sense? That really doesn't. You're asking, saying, thanks that stuck with me about this is that this patient was that close to dying and she thought everything went super fine obviously we discussed how seriously badly things went but at the end of the day she did completely okay baby did completely okay but that staggering disconnect between the patient's experience and what she physically went through that always stuck with me alright that was a lot um I kinda wish I didn't fucking read that they could have shortened that You know, by a paragraph, I'd say, but whatever. Next story. Oh, this is fun. I had surgery to implant a heart monitor into my chest. They don't put you under general, but they usually knock you out with some fentanyl or something. So I go in and everyone is already a dick. I'm on the table and they just don't put me out. Whatever they gave me didn't work. Instead of, you know, giving me something else, they literally strapped me down, I'm very claustrophobic, covered my face, and proceeded to cut into me with no anesthesia. I felt everything, obviously, and I couldn't fucking move because they just strapped me to the fucking table. It was like a literal nightmare. In fact, it was exactly like the recurring nightmares I used to have as a kid. I recently had the device removed, and it was like night and day. I told them what happened last time, and they were horrified. The anesthesiologist fucked me up on fentanyl, and it all went beautifully. So, technically, this isn't an anesthesia horror story. This is just a medical horror story. I mean, how do you not give? How do you not give them anesthesia for a fucking for surgery or fucking whatever they're trying to do? Like that's just they. You would think these doctors would get fired for something like this. I would say release the names. We want to fucking know. So we cannot go to these doctors. That's just fucked up. I don't care if you're under duress. Whatever the fuck's going on. If you're a dick. I hate when doctors are dicks too. I get. Look all respect to doctors and nurses. I know you have like 23 hour schedules. You're always on call. But that's what you chose. That's your life. I chose to be a mail carrier and YouTuber. And it's tough. All right. But I do it, all right? You you went to school. You make a shit ton of money. That's what you want to do. If you don't want to be a doctor, then don't be a doctor then if you can't handle it. Um. Oh, this will be a funny one. Post-anesthesia poops. The constipation was brutal. And having been sewed back together, there's the anxiety that you'll tear something straining so hard. My brother-in-law was having shoulder surgery a month after I got cut on. Strongly recommended he started a stool softener the day before the procedure. It paid off for him. Well, that's good to know if anyone's want to know that. Um, next one. I have a genetic disorder that, for some reason, caused me not to not only need more anesthesia than a normal person, but it also only lasts about half as long. I have woken up in the middle of an ERCP with the scope stuffed down my throat. Definitely felt like I was dying. Also fairly recently had a root canal, this May slash June, and every time the local would wear off before they, would, they were done with the appointment. That was hell. That sounds like hell. I was in for a small operation, no biggie. They asked if I wanted sedatives before, and I told them yes. I would say yes to that too. I'd be like, "Give me fucking all of it." Said I'd have a panic attack if I wasn't sedated. You could see where this is going. Now, I'm not sure if they just didn't believe me or what, but I get taken back, but I get taken back, they hook me up and everything is chill. Start getting the sedation, and it's already a drug that makes me emotional, but they still don't give me enough. I can tell it's not enough, I have good bodily awareness, you know? I'm telling them and it isn't enough and they pause what they're doing and give me a little more, but it still is obviously not enough. By this point I'm basically crying but they've already started and I figured I just gotta suck it up. It finally ends and I just start bawling. I'm going through the discharge stuff with tears just pouring and waving, just pouring and waving off anyone who's trying to tell, trying to help telling them the only thing I want, want is to leave. Not the worst day of my life, but it charts in the top 20 at least. Hey, we've lived lots of of days, and if it's in the top 20, it sounds like a horrible day. Well, a year ago, I had surgery to remove an ingrown nail, and the anesthetics wore out mid surgery. I then grunted in pain, the worst pain in my life, and begged the doctor slash surgeon to stop. The doctor slash the doctor and surgeon was surprised, so he stopped and gave me another shot of anesthetics or whatever they call it. All right. I was under 10 years old, had trouble taking nutrients from food. They wanted to slip a camera down my throat to see what was going on. Applied the anesthesia to me. Left me to play video games in my hospital bed until I fell asleep. Well, after falling asleep, I woke up again as they were dragging my bed into the operating room. I was a little terrified waking up to four to five doctors and nurses around my bed. Fell asleep again not long after, luckily. Um, that one, no... Apparently epidurals make me shake like I'm having protracted grandma seizure. Like I'm having a protracted grandma seizure, excuse me. They also make me incredibly nauseous, which is awful when you can't feel your muscles to gag and vomit. Ooh, yeah, that does sound horrible. Could have been a lot worse, no lasting effects, but woof. That was tough. I went under for surgery on my teeth for tooth pulling. For teeth pulling, you should say. Uh Unless you're saying, okay, no. Well, you spell out four instead of saying the number four, you know, four-tooth pooling. <laughs> they couldn't get me to fall asleep after five minutes of the stuff, so we just had to wait. When I woke up, I was so pissed off and in pain that I ripped, that I ripped the cotton balls out of my bloody mouth and tossed them onto the floor before trying to walk to the car. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before walking to the car. Needless to say, I didn't make it to the car, that is. Um, I read that a couple decades ago, a patient was given the wrong mixture slash dose, whatever. He ended up paralyzed but totally conscious and endured the entire surgery that way. He later killed himself from the trauma. Oh my god. I gotta find that story. That's fucking insane. Damn. That's fucked up, dude. I have an issue with my feet and legs where they don't point straight. They point out kind of making a V-shape. I broke one of my legs and ankles in three places and was getting surgery. When they were done, I was coming out of surgery and could feel someone twisting my ankles, but was barely awake. They kept trying, and I'm in really bad pain, but can't really talk. Just like trying to moan stop. Uh, or whatever that, moan stop. Uh, the nurse didn't know about my issue and was trying to force my feet to be straight, which keep in mind, I just had surgery on one of them. I could vividly remember, just like trying to yell, stop. Just, oh, okay, just like trying to moan, stop. Alright, I was like, what is, what's a moan, stop? (laughs) Just like, uh, I didn't put two and two together, reading that really fast, sorry. Uh, which, keep in mind, I just had surgery on one of them. I could vividly remember just trying to yell stop and move, but I couldn't. Uh, last thing I remember was my mom yelling at them that my legs don't do that and to stop. And to stop. T-O-O stop. All right. They, I pass out again. Yeah, this guy's had a horrible fucking grammar. Just a, just a terrible grammar paragraph. I really don't even know what, they were fucking, what the point of this was. It really... I don't know. Reading. Reading is difficult off the cuff when you're trying to read for a fucking channel. But when you have the power of editing and stuff, it's easy. (laughs) But just straight off the cuff like this, man, there's a ton of mistakes that people have. And then you just got to go with it. Uh, Another one. I bit a huge chunk chunk of my lip off when I was 11. It was awful. Um... Do 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 Oh my God! I cannot stand this when listening to Ask Reddit posts um on YouTube this is what they say every single one like disturbing facts you listen to every single disturbing facts video this is what they'll say not a personal story but it was believed in the late 19th century that babies could not feel pain so they're subjected to surgery without anesthetics they thought their expression of pain was just due to motor reflexes but were disconnected from actual sensations i'm sick of hearing that fucking fact i'm same with the brain eating amoeba one like Every time they put that in there, it's like we already fucking know. Um, all right, since this is the last one, I guess I'll read it, but it's not really that 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 important. But anesthesia drops my blood pressure really badly after I wake up, so I passed on in my front door and almost onto a hospital floor. Okay, well maybe that one was a little interesting, but uh yeah. Um Alright, that was anesthesia horror stories. Give it up for anesthesia. Woo! If you like this video, give it a like and subscribe if you're new or don't. I really don't care. This is just for people who just want to hear some bullshit and just have me bullshit. Um, This is for you guys. Um, I hope you all have a good night. And uh, I'm going to tuck you in really quickly here and um, give you a nice little kiss. All right. Do you want some cookies before bed? Yeah? All right. I'll make you some cookies. All right. Have a wonderful day. and Here's another kiss. I love you all and I hope my mental state recovers.